and welcome to the Clutch Sports Podcast. Today we're going to go over the crazy weekend in the NFL. Let's start with the Bills and Ravens game of the NFL Divisional Round. The Bills take the win with a 17-3 win over the Baltimore Ravens. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, per usual, just looked like amazing. Allen throwing 23 for 37 with 206 yards and a touchdown. That was doesn't sound like usual Josh Allen's numbers, but Stephon Diggs, I mean, no one can figure him out. No defense is able to take care of him. Eight receptions, 106 yards, and a touchdown. He just looks unstoppable right now. But the real story of the Buffalo Bills is that defense. They were able to start stop the high-powered Ravens rushing attack. But sadly, Lamar Jackson went down with the injury, and it just put salt in the wounds of the Ravens fans. It started out pretty boring game, 3-3 at halftime. The Bills right out of the second half. Touchdown. That was their one offensive touchdown of the game. The Ravens came back. They looked like they were getting something going. But then Lamar Jackson in the red zone, his first ever red zone interception, was trying to force the ball to Andrews with three defenders in front of him. And... Teron Johnson, 101-yard interception return. And, I mean, I just don't know what Josh, what Lamar Jackson is doing, but, I mean, I can't blame him. They got to get him some weapons there. He has no red zone targets besides Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown. I mean, he had a great game, but, I mean, he's just, he's not enough. He's a deep threat guy. He's not being used in his right way, but Mark Andrews, I mean, they figured it out. Defense has figured it out. He's the only red zone target for Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has Des Bryant, but come on, Des Bryant's agent. He hasn't played in a while. He's not what he used to be. But, I mean, the Bills are rolling. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs look unstoppable. If they could just get that rushing attack going, they're going to be they're gonna give the Chiefs a problem. And let's move on to that Chiefs game. Lamar, Patrick Mahomes... That injury looks scary. Mac Wilson laid him out. And, I mean, I'm a big Bills guy. I want them to win, but if they're going to beat the Chiefs. I want them to be in the right way. I want Mahomes to come back. Because the way Chad Henney looked, he looked, he looked decent, and then he threw a terrible interception. And if he plays like that against the Bills, that Bills team will run him over. After the game that Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes had, I – I would not I would not want to be a Chiefs fan. They will stack that box and they will go after Hitty all game. But I mean Mahomes, he looked he looked good. They were on their way to go win. And then he gets injured and it looks like the Browns are back in it, but I mean Henny was able to they were able to hold it out. Tyreek Hill had a Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey both with amazing games. Tyreek Hill eight receptions, 110 yards, and Travis Kelsey not far behind him, eight receptions, 109 yards, and a touchdown. But I mean that rushing attack for the Chiefs, it just it's not looking good. I mean Darrell Williams he had a decent game, 13 rushes for 78 yards. But I mean I think we need Clyde Edwards Hilaire back. He's their best runner on that team. Le'Veon Bell just he doesn't look the same. And, I mean, Darrell Williams, he, he can do good against that. He did good. He had a good game, but I just don't see it 
continuing against the Bills. I feel like the Bills are going to give the Chiefs a run for the money, and I think the Bills will win. But, I mean, on the other side, the Browns, it sucks to see their season in. They were the underdog. But, I mean, Baker, 23 for 37, 3 to 4 yards, touchdown interception, not a great game. I think he could have done better, but Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they were held down pretty well, and I I mean, the Chiefs defense held them down pretty well. And on the NFC side, we saw the Packers and Rams play last night. Uh, it sucks to see the Rams go out, especially Aaron Donald. He played with rib cartilage. I mean, you could see him. He was in tears after that game. It just sucks to see him go out like that. It was a lot of big names got hurt this weekend. It just it sucks to see. You know, you want to play. You want teams to play with their best competition. And I mean, Mahomes, Lamar, two MVPs down. Aaron Donald, probably one of the best defensive players ever. Playing with Rick. I mean, he's a he's a trooper. He's a trooper. That game should go down in history. I mean, he played. With that, and he he played good, but I mean, it's just that there's no way to stop that Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams duo. I mean, it's it's unstoppable. I mean, nine receptions for sixty six yards and a touchdown against Jalen Ramsey. That is the best game against Jalen Ramsey all season. Jalen Ramsey has looked like a lockdown best corner in the NFL easily, but I mean, he just. Devontae Adams, he's he's just something different, man. He, uh, it, there's no words. I mean, I'm speechless. He is the best wide receiver in the NFL and will be for years to come. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he looks he looks amazing right now. Twenty three for thirty six, two hundred ninety six yards, and two touchdowns, and had a rushing touchdown as well against the best defense in the NFL right now by far. Um, Aaron Jones, 14 rushes, 99 yards and a touchdown. He had an amazing game as well. Alan Lazard, he looked good. I mean, they need that second wide receiver, and Lazard can step up. They got Robert Tanyan, Scantling. If they can step up, I mean, I definitely see the Packers winning. On the other side, Bucks took down Breeze and the Saints. And... Before the game, it was said to be that Breeze is going to retire once they lose. But now, it's said to be uncertain now. Breeze doesn't know what he's going to do, but I see him retiring. And I see the Saints moving to Taysom Hill. Although Jameis Winston, he that trick play, that was genius. And he had Trey Collins Smith right down the field. Jameis Winston made the perfect throw. But Breeze, three interceptions. I mean, the Saints might have to move on from him. Breeze is going to want a lot of money, and the Saints just don't have that money. Alvin Kamara had a pretty good rushing game. I mean, he's known for his receiving, but 14, 18 rushes for 85 yards, that's pretty good for Alvin Kamara. I mean, he looked he looked good on the run game. Trey Smith got two touchdowns. Michael Thomas, though, nothing. Zero receptions, zero yards, just nothing. And then, I mean, Kamara tried to con- – Contribute with three catches for 20 yards, but it just wasn't enough to stop Tom Brady. And that very good, very underrated Bills defense. I mean, sorry, Tampa Bay defense. Tom Brady, 18, 33, 199 yards and two touchdowns with also a rushing touchdown. It's fun to see when Tom Brady gets a rushing touchdown. 
But Leonard Fournette looks—he looks rejuvenated. I mean, seventeen carries, sixty-three yards, five receptions, forty-four yards, a touchdown. I mean, he—if he keeps this up, I, Ronald Jones might be gone. Leonard Fournette might be seen. I mean, Leonard Fournette should have a starting job next year. He is a very good running back. Um, Chris Godwin had a good game. Mike Evans and Antonio Brown just looked—they look—they didn't look like they were there. But I mean. The Bucks defense, Bucks offense didn't have to do too much because that Bucks defense was doing a lot. They forced those three interceptions and a fumble, but I mean, it's it's gonna be a doozy next week. Bucks and Packers and Bills and Chiefs, but I think, I mean, I I see a Bills Packers, Bills Packers. I think that's what it's gonna be. The Bucks, even though they had forced four turnovers, only one by ten. And that 10 came in that fourth quarter once Brees threw that last interception. Uh, but, I mean, that was 2020 going into the fourth. And they, I mean, their defense carried them. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not going to have that type of game. So that Bills defense is going to have to keep it up. Because Aaron Rodgers will not throw three interceptions. I just don't see it happening. But going on to another sport, I mean, James Harden, come on. He tricked all of us. Come on, 32 points, 14 rebounds, and 12, ass- and 12 assists to take down the Magic on Saturday. I mean, he you can see the difference. He, he looks like he's actually trying. He wants to win now. I mean, no Kyrie Irving, but James Harden and Kevin Durant, they looked, they looked deadly. I mean, you had Kyrie Irving and probably another. They're probably going to sign another center soon. I wouldn't be surprised. Or they might trade for one. I mean... Yeah, they don't have the money, but I mean, they trade DeAndre Jordan for two good, two good centers. I mean, they DeAndre Jordan's a high paid player, but I mean, if they get Kyrie back and he's not doing all that stupid stuff, I could see them. I could see them easily running the NBA. But they're sitting at the five seed right now, eight and six. They were they were looking to start to fall down with no KD, no Kyrie, but. I think that team is going to be rejuvenated with probably one of the best big threes in NBA history. Two MVPs, one finals MVP. I mean, they have three championships combined on that team. And James Harden, he is definitely a championship-leading caliber player. And he is probably the second guy behind Kevin Durant. And, I mean, it's... You know a team is good when Kyrie Irving is the third best option on that team. Kyrie Irving is easily the second best option. He was with LeBron James in 2016, but he is easily one of the best point guards in his and it shows. But I mean they're gonna have to they're gonna have to go through some tough competition. I mean that 76ers team, it's starting to go down, but I mean the addition of Seth Curry, they've looked a lot better with Seth Curry in that lineup. Danny Green has had some good moments. I mean, the Pacers are a team to be slept on. I mean, Sabonis, they did lose Levert, though, which sucks for them because, I mean, they just got him. He's he's an extremely talented player. I don't think they needed to be in that trade because I, I think Old Depot can be better than Levert when Old Depot is heavy, healthy. Sorry. When Oladipo is healthy, he is he is a much better player than Levert. Oladipo is an all-star caliber player, and I think the Pacers are a win-now team. I mean, Brogdon, for being 
not in the league for this long. He's a, he's old. He's almost in his 30s. Sabonis, he's right in there in his mid-20s. But, I mean, Sabonis is easily – I think he could be an all-star starter this year. I mean, I know that he um, is going to be behind Embiid and Giannis. But, I mean, he is a all-star starter caliber player. He can lead that team to – I mean, like, we didn't think the Heat could last year. But, I mean, Sabonis is a very good player. He is always in there. He's like a power forward Jokic. But, I mean, another team to talk about is the Celtics. I mean, they got they got wiped out by the Knicks today. 105 to 75. Obi Toppin came back to the Knicks. Julius Randle, he, is, he looks good. He, I mean, the Knicks are, are star away. From competing, I'm telling you, they're star away. Julius Randle is the perfect second option right now. He's averaging a double double. He's had a couple triple doubles, and then you got R.J. Barrett could be a third option. Obi Toppin, Alfred Payton. That's a that's a very good team right there. They're sitting at the nine spot, six and eight right now. But I mean, they are star away from moving up and probably being top four team. I mean, right now, top four teams: Bucks, Celtics. Nets, Sixers. Well, I mean, I could see him moving up there. Another team to talk about is the Heat. I mean, they've just been ridiculed all season. But, I mean, they're still a good team. They just – COVID and everything just screwed up their season. They've lost a couple close games that they probably should have won. But, I mean, them and the Raptors, I think, I think they'll climb back up into the into – the, Top eight, but I don't know. I mean, the Hawks, they shot out right out of the gate. Trey Young looking like an MVP candidate. And then, I mean, Cincinnati's been ice ice cold. And they look like they're going to be a top ten pick again. Which, I mean, if they are, they can have another guy to that team. God, they're going to have – there's such thing as too many good players, and that's going to be the Hawks. They have too many good players. But, I mean, right now, the Bucks are rolling – they won four straight. The Celtics are on a four-game winning streak as well. Actually, five-game winning streak, sorry. And then they lost the Knicks. But, I mean, Kimba Walker, he just looks awful right now. He, I get he'd come back. he's coming back from injury his first game in a while. But, I mean, he wasn't playing well in the bubble. I think Celtics might need to trade him. I mean, I'm sorry. I was a huge Kimba Walker fan when he came to the Celtics. He didn't. Miss, he missed one game in the past three in the first three seasons before the trade. He comes to the Celtics and he gets there and he's just he misses more game than he has in his entire probably like life. I mean, he just didn't look good this last game. Terrible shooting. Jalen Brown didn't look as good. Jalen Brown's been shooting fifty four percent. He went nine for twenty. That's still forty five percent. But I mean. For Jalen Brown, it's, it's too many shots. It's right around there. It is usually 14, 15. Jason Tatum takes. Jason Tatum is the one who, does, who doesn't shoot as efficiently. But, I mean, when he gets hot, he gets hot. He gets cold. He's a hot and cold type of player. When he gets hot, he is one of the best offensive players in the league. When he is cold, he is cold. But that's when Jalen Brown steps in. You know, hopefully when Tatum comes back. Kimmel Walker doesn't try to force up shots. He's just as long as he tries to stick to that playmaking ability he has, I think the Celtics won't make a run at the Nets. But I mean, the Nets stay healthy. I just I don't see anybody beating them. 
I mean, they could be. I mean, if they don't get a championship out of this, and this could be one of the worst trades in NBA history. I mean, they made that trade with the Celtics in 2012, and they could regret this one. I mean, they could possibly. They have four other eight next. Yeah, four other eight next first round picks are gone. The other four swaps. If the Rockets somehow turn out to be good, and I think they will, Christian Wood. They have Christian Wood, and he is a baller. I wish the Celtics would have got him. God, he is so good. He's carrying that Rockets team right now. But, I mean, they have Old Depot, Wall, and Christian Wood right now. If Cousins puts in a healthy, like, 15-10, and 15-10, I think that that Rockets team could make the playoffs this year, and they got that pick swap this year, too, with the Nets. So, I mean... The Nets will probably they'll, they'll make a deep playoff run, so they're going to have the late pick. Um, but, I mean, in 2023, I think the Rockets are going to be up there. I think they are. I mean, they're going to have a prime Oladipo, hopefully, a prime Christian Wood. I don't think John Wall will be in there. I think they'll have replaced him. But, I mean, they they got some pieces there. They, they got some really good pieces. I mean, I think that they saw what the Thunder did with, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chris Paul, fourth seed in the West, lost first round, but still, I mean, the Thunder, I mean, they have so many picks. It's like 16 picks for the next couple of years. And I think that's what the Rockets might be going for. I mean, and James Harden, he just, I don't know, why does everybody want out of Houston? I mean, Deshaun Watson is the same thing. Same thing. I mean, I, I thought everybody loved Houston. But I mean,. Deshaun Watson wants out too, going back to the NFL. Deshaun Watson wants out of that team, which makes no sense. I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, they're trying, they're trying to interview that guy that Watson said. But I mean, it's just like that. I mean, they couldn't help it. Bill O'Brien ruined that team. He traded away Deshaun Watson's favorite weapon, probably one of his favorite players. They got rid of, I think, the third best wide receiver in the NFL. Which is just stupid. I mean, they got they have Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. That's a that's a pretty good one two punch right there. But I mean, I just think they need maybe someone a little bit better. So I think they need to get rid of Fuller, let Fuller walk this year, and maybe trade for like a I don't know, or they try to get one another draft. I mean, they don't have a first round pick, so I mean, Bill O'Brien screwed up right there. No first round. Pick Laramie Tunsil that trade. And, I mean, it's really come back to Biden because Deshaun Watson still has no help. I mean, he is a he is a phenomenal. He on that team was top three in like QBR. He led the league in passing yards. He was second in touchdowns, third in QBR. Like I said, he. I mean, he had some turnovers, but I mean, like he did that with a. Age David Johnson, who does not look as good as he was. I mean, I was a huge David Johnson fan when he. I mean, I had him on my fantasy football team, and he was an absolute baller that first year. He broke out, and then that next year, I mean, just he just did not look the same, and he hasn't since. He's just ridiculed with injuries. I mean, they gave up weight. I mean, they got him. Yeah, I mean, he still was a good player, but I mean, for Nuke. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, come on, you you can't do that. I mean, but Bill O'Brien's gone. They're going to restart fresh, new GM, new coach. 
probably new quarterback. I mean, Deshaun Watson doesn't want anything to do with that team. And any team that gets him is is going to be a contender. I mean, he could go to the Panthers, I've heard. That would be a great fit. The Steelers, possibly. I could see that, too. Maybe even the Falcons. I feel like the Falcons, they trade their fourth pick and more for Deshaun Watson. I mean, they like they could. I In my mock draft, I have them going Zach Wilson for, but... I think a smart thing for the Falcons to do is trade for Deshaun Watson. They could even possibly give up Julio. Because let Julio rot out in Houston instead of rotting out in the Falcons. I mean, that's that's a good cap for cap right there. I mean, I know Deshaun Watson's highly paid, but any team that's going to get him, they're going to have to take on that huge contract. But, I mean, it's worth it. Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback right now. Like I said, I mean, he's just... He's on a different level when he has weapons there. And, I mean, the Falcons just need a couple defensive guys. They they go that second, third round. I mean, that's when you get those guys, the second and third round. But I, I think the most likely area they're going to go is um, probably the Panthers. I think the team that's going to get them is the Panthers. They have enough to give up. I mean, if they can try to get Deshaun Watson – Without giving that up that twelfth pick, which I don't think is going to be possible, but if they if they could, or the Panthers go another way, and they get Kyle Pitts, and then they get a good quarterback because I don't, I just Teddy Bridgewater is good, but he is not. I don't think he fits the scheme of what the Panthers want to do. They're not using DJ Moore enough. Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel are getting good work, but DJ Moore is a He's good. He's a good wide receiver. He needs to get used more, and he's just not getting used enough there. I think he he could walk. He's a he's a free agent student. He could walk if he wants to, but I just I don't know if he I don't know if they want Teddy Bridgewater anymore. I mean, Chris McCaffrey needs to be healthy. They could they could have made the playoffs this year. Chris McCaffrey was healthy, but I mean, I could see Deshaun Watson going there. They are a they are quarterback in a couple more corner cornerbacks away from being a contender. So, but I mean, back to the NBA, the West, the Lakers got a lockdown. I mean, the Jazz are up there, the Clippers, Clippers are up there, but the Lakers got the lockdown. Eleven and three, five in a row, nine of their last ten. I mean, they have not. They have surprisingly not lost a game away. They look so good away. I think they go to the bubble. I think they'll do another bubble this year for the NBA. If they go to the bubble, Clip, Lakers clearly don't care about home home advantage. I know it's they. It doesn't matter because there's no fans. But I mean, it's still a home game. You always feel better when you're playing a home game. You're on your court. But I mean, it doesn't seem to bother the Lakers. They like to play away. It seems like. So the Jazz too, they're seven and two. A lot of those top teams, they usually play good away. But I mean, I I think it'll be a Lakers Nets right now. But I, I could see the Nets losing one or one, maybe even two of their top three to injuries. I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's just he's on a different level of insane. Like he's just he's not a smart guy. I could see him getting injured, possibly. Kevin Durant, you know, he's He's a skinny dude, and I think that's catching up to him. He needs to put some meat on his bones. But, yeah, I mean, 
Lakers Nets, it looks like it's going to happen. But, I mean, you know, we thought the Clippers were going to make it last year. I mean, a lot of people picked the Clippers because they had a lot more balanced team. But, I mean, I don't think the Lakers are going to be stopped. They added Montrezl Harrell over the offseason. I mean, Dennis Schroeder, too. They have, they, have, they have the best starting five in the NBA, I think. Schroeder, LeBron, AD, and Montrezl Harrell. That's a... That's, I mean, it was incredible how to win the championship and do that. I think Jeannie Buss is doing a great job there with the Lakers. I think LeBron pulled out going to the Lakers, though, a couple years ago. I, I didn't like the move. And then he kind of, like, traded away all the young players. The Lakers weren't really building something there. I think they could have built a championship team to last and said maybe only possibly getting one championship out of it. But I mean, I don't. I think the Nets, Lakers this year. If it's not the Nets, I hate to say it, but I think it might be the Bucks. And but it, but it just depends on Giannis shooting wise. I mean, he's got to shoot better from the free throw line. He has got to. His free throw line percentage is just slowly declining. It, it doesn't look good for him there. He's got to shoot better. Chris Middleton. He's got to be. He's the third option. They got their second option, Drew Holiday. I don't know how good Drew Holiday is going to be in the playoffs. We haven't seen much of him in the playoffs, but Chris Middleton and Giannis, they don't, they don't, they don't look good in the playoffs. So, but I think if they could piece it all together and they could play like they do in the regular season, I think it will be the Bucks. But if it's not, if it's not the Nets or the Bucks, I mean. I think it'll be the Celtics, and it just depends on Kimball Walker. I think the Celtics, at their strongest, are better than the Bucks, but I just don't know about Kimball Walker. They don't have the strong center right now. I mean, Thompson's their starting center right now, and he's a power forward. He's easily power forward. He's starting at center. But they're, they they got to steal out of Pritchard. I mean, that, that bench is looking, starting to fuel up. I mean, they got Pritchard, Robert Williams. I don't know if they're going to start smart or not. I could see them starting him, but I I feel like the Celtics are one more trade. They're going to make another trade this season. I mean, not another one, but I think they will make a trade this season to beef up that lineup. I think it'll be for center. I could see it being for Christian Wood, possibly. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a trade for Christian Wood. I know the Rockets just signed them, but, I mean, the Rockets traded for all those picks, so it's like if they – if they start to go downhill, which I think they could. I mean, they're 14th in the West. They're four and seven. They're only above the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves haven't had cap much. But I mean, I think the Rockets go downhill. They could trade for. They tr- could trade for someone else, but I think it'll be Christian Wood. I mean, it could be. Yeah, I, I don't see anybody any other option. I mean, I heard like Lamarcus. Aldridge over the offseason, but I don't think it'll be him. I mean, a center's a rare breed right now, so you got to get what you can get. Yeah, I could see a Thomas Bryant possibly, but I mean, it could be a Wendell Carter. I, I heard a Wendell Carter rumor over the offseason too. I could see, see them going for Wendell Carter, but I think the Bulls like that Wendell Carter, Levine, and Kobe White, even though I'm not a big fan of Kobe White. I don't think, I think he's overrated. I think most I'm a Duke fan, so maybe it's a little biased, but I think I think he's a bit overrated. Like Cole Anthony was coming on the draft. 
Clanthony was picked way too high, and he's showing it. He's shooting a terrible efficiency right now, just like he was in college. That's what his problem was, and they say he got better, but, I mean, his efficiency has gone down since college. And, I mean, rightly so. I mean, the NBA, farther three-point line, taller guys, better competition. You're playing with the best of the world. And if you're shooting like that, you're going to be out of the – gonna be out of the league like that i mean but yeah i think the nba right now it's uh it's heating up hopefully covid can't doesn't heat up i hope it slows down let's see NBA play it out i mean i would like to see it on the bubble that was fun to watch the bubble was really fun to watch yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we do but but over to the mlb right now it's uh it's starting to heat up free free agency starting to ramp up I mean, we, we're getting a lot of rumors. I think the, my favorite part about offseason is those rumors, just running those scenarios through your head. I Like, that's my favorite part. I think a lot of people like the signings, but I love to run scenarios through my head. Um, the Yankees signed Bauer, sorry, Kluber over, over, no, wait, no, it was Bauer. Yeah, Trevor Bauer. I get those two mixed up, Bauer and Kluber. They signed uh, Bauer over the weekend. The Mets uh, got Lindor extended, so he's there longer. Um, the Yankees actually, I heard there was a rumor going, there might be going after Castillo, but, and he was going to go there, but no, he's not. They've uh, said that one false. There's still a lot of big names out there. Brad Hand, uh, Ozuna, who... Is said to not be going back to the Braves. The Braves don't have the money, which I understand. They're not a very, very high micro team. But we saw DJ LeMayu sign with the Yankees, re-sign with the Yankees, which was a huge bring back for them. He, I wasn't a big DJ LeMayu fan, but he went back. The Yankees squad looks good. Tanaka's leaving though, which I think's good. He's never been really a great guy. I mean. Him and Sebastian, him he was always said to be better than Sebastia these recent years. I always think Sebastia was better, um, but yeah, I I don't think Tanaka was always that good. He just he was a mediocre pitcher. But I mean, the Yanks they're a good squad. They got Lemayu. They just got to stay healthy. They got the pitching. They got the hitting. Aaron Judge and Stan have to stay healthy, and they have to hit with good average. I think. I, I mean, home runs, yeah, it's an amazing stat, but you got to hit with average. I mean, Chris Davis, is he's an extremely good player. He's an extremely good hitter, but he does he hits home runs, and that's it. I mean, he doesn't hit very many singles or doubles. He just he just hits home runs, and that's why his average is so low. But, I mean, I think there's still a lot more to come with the offseason in the MLB. Uh, ben Attendee, he's uh, said to be traded, and I think he will. I think he'll get traded. I know I was just hating on Chris Davis, but uh, athletics were a team to be inter- interested. And I could, and uh, as a Red Sox fan, I would love to see uh, Chris Davis, uh, Sean Manaya, and a couple prospects for Benatendi. We get back an outfielder, uh, so that way we can re-sign Bradley. I hope we do. I hope we re-sign Bradley, so that way we can have a Bradley Verdugo. Chris Davis outfield, we get hitting, we're getting core back. I feel like Chris Davis and core could really work together, uh, bring that average up. But, I mean, I mean, the Red Sox have some pieces. They just, 
they got a lot of work. But I think they their biggest offseason move by far is going to be the addition of Cora. He is an amazing, he's an amazing, amazing coach. I know they said he cheated, but I mean, it, it wasn't like the Astros. They clearly won that game. I mean, won that World Series uh, fair and square in the end. But yeah, um, and that's going to do it for the Clutch Sports Podcast.